Hey everybody, welcome to uh, fucking In the Flesh In the Flesh, you know It's not what the show's called, but we're here hey, Welcome to In the Flesh in Podcast person. In the Flesh Productions In the Flesh <laughs> Welcome to In the Flesh po- Productions Podcast We're up in the, we're, we're up in this mother sucker Doing it live mm. uh, I'm, I'm down here in beautiful San Marcos, Texas mm. Home of... Uh, Jack Hayes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I walked around the the Capitol, the not the Capitol courthouse. Oh morning, yeah, the square yeah, this yeah. morning. Um, due to being severely damaged from last night's <laughs> events. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you to tell the wonderful audience about your poison damage. So, uh, as it turns out, it turns out that I'm actually allergic to. Having a catfish platter and then 15 beers. <laughs> it does, I think, uh, maybe it's shellfish or something Yeah, yeah. Uh, that I'm allergic to, but I was working on it last night because I was pretty good about it last night because I didn't drink any water at mm-hmm. all, Yeah. and I drank as fast as I could, yeah, and, and then as much as <laughs> I was chain smoking indoors. Oh, that was, god damn it, it and, feels so good, dude. Uh, what else? I didn't do anything really bad, you know. Nights can get, you know. Nights can get bizarre. Some guys kill bizarre. people. You Some know? guys kill people. Yeah, yeah. Steal um, children. Yeah. Uh, start wars, you know. Cheat on their wives. No, you know, no cocaine or anything like that involved. Just a classic throwdown, you know what I mean? Dude, honestly, it, the I, you know, obviously I was like, I like my set. I thought it went well, but to your point, you know, Lemon Party was great. Shout out to the boys. Go check them out. Um, yeah, if uh, if you they're not paying me to say this, but they've got two shows coming up: one in Houston, one in Fort Worth. You can still get tickets to those on yeah. Lemon Party dot, dot show dot life I or think dot live or life, life I think one of those. Um, if yeah, just don't look up Lemon Party. But if <laughs> yeah, don't look up Lemon Party on its own. Not if you're at work, but. Um, uh, the show was great. It was cool to run into Shane, but I will say the best part of the evening is smoking a cigarette inside a building. I know, and I'm not trying to di- dilute any other part of last night's experience. It was a fun as fuck night. Show was great. Very funny. Meetings were very funny. You know, um, got to meet some funny people. Got to meet some truly insane people. Uh, Quebecois man who drove two thousand miles to see the podcast live. Yeah, did um, he drive? He drove from Quebec, yeah, like twenty two hundred miles. Well, good for him. That's um, why I, I was like, the show. I was like, you know what? You can piss your pants. You can. He cornered me in the bathroom and was like, "I'm fucking retarded," and I was like, "Uh huh." He was like, "Bro, you're fucking your show. What is it?" And I was like, "Pendejo time." And he was like, "Pendant time." Dude, I like just put my penis back in my pants. I I had a little bit of dribble on my penis still. I can feel it. He was like pendant time, like pendant, like you wear on your neck. And I was like pendejo time. And he was like, I I am Fr- I am Frenchman with no self respect. That's <laughs> like swag. Um, cool man. Um, he won the diaper contest. I don't want to give too much away, but go go check that out on their Patreon if you want to know what I'm talking about. Anyway, um, it was an intellectual night yeah. filled with, um, you know, we had, we, we were reciting poetry. We mm-hmm. were, yeah, <laughs> we yeah. were reading Ulysses. Yeah. I think 
it's one of the most intellectual groups of people I've been around mm-hmm. is is stand up comics. Yes, comedians, podcasters, podcast fans in particular. Yeah. High altitude geniuses yeah. themselves. And after I hang out with these guys, I always feel so good the next day. <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah. good about my sense of self-control. And, you know, it, it's awesome as a grown man to be like, to to just be fucking going all out on a Wednesday night <laughs> bunch of, with a bunch of 40-year-olds. <laughs> You're not even, like, I, I wasn't even doing comedy. I was just a... In the audience, yeah, and I'm like, I'm like getting fucked up, like, oh, we all had a hell of a show tonight, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, dude. It wasn't like that at all, but that is very funny. We're we're all brothers <laughs> yeah, tonight. It is very funny to to frame it that way. Like, man, I love doing- drinking with you, fifty year old dudes. <laughs> Keep doing your thing. Um, yeah, man, we're gonna we- smoke cigarettes inside forever. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. That makes me feel like a fucking. Makes me feel like an arms dealer. Like I'm a fucking, like I'm somebody, I'm high up in some sort of criminal organization. Bro, you're a charms dealer. Yeah, that's true. I was yeah. selling them last night. I was selling charms. You were making the ladies swoon. <clears throat> no, I was not. I saw some ladies in the audience swoon. There are so many ladies in the audience. Mm-hmm. So many women. Yeah, there. Guy, girls. Yeah, and all the chicks. dudes, they were in such good shape. <laughs> the dudes there were actually pretty normal for the most part. There was just it was just the weird guys were really weird, like you said. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's okay. Uh, you know, you don't have to be normal if you don't want to be. There's a lot of different ways you can be. <laughs> Very poetic. There's a lot of diff- there's a lot of different ways you could be. You could be normal. You could be fucked up. You could be real fucked up. You, you could, could be, be like you could be, you could be like diet fucked up, like where you're like. I'm crazy, and you're you're normal. Yeah, you're just yeah. like a teacher. You could be like a like a <laughs> like a grippy sock vacation yeah. type. You know, you could be the type of person that's like oh, my BPD. You yeah, know? you can torture animals. You could. Yeah, you, you could sh- do that. Ac- actually, don't don't pick that one. Pick a different yeah, one. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you. I can't really stop everybody from doing it. You know, I could only stop a couple people. Probably, if everybody in the world decided to torture animals, I could only save a handful of them. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> what if you guys started torturing every animal in the world and I had to stop you? How how long do you think it would take? How many animal species do you think I could save? I don't think I could save most of them. You, uh, you Only should like maybe grasshoppers or something. You should be like reverse Noah. Like you're just trying <laughs> to kill all the... <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to... I kill everything but two of every species. Yeah. <laughs> just They just make inbred versions of the same. Oh, uh, hell not. Nah. Oh... Oh my god, we forgot to bring two backwoods on the on the <laughs> ark. Shit. Damn, Shit. we got I got to oh go into god. the flood. Oh my god, we how are we going to repopulate the backwoods? The fucking <laughs> I think the only other human on the boat with Noah's like, "Hey, I know y'all got monkeys on this, and I know y'all got all different types of beetle, and I fucking seen a snake, but Noah, my my guy, y'all got yurks on this boat?" <laughs> Yeah. Y'all got runs? No, <laughs> y'all got r- Noah. I'm not smoking out of no goddamn swisher. I know you gotta have Dutchies on this boat. No, I've been illuminated by God to save every animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that shit that God be telling you. I just need a yerk. I need a fucking forty ounce. 
<laughs> Noah had to bring two wiggers on the boat. Yeah, <laughs> the guy they... and the girl. <laughs> she's like eating hot. She's eating hot fries, like fucking her acrylics up. She's got like a cheetah print steering wheel for some reason. No car. Yeah, if he only brought one, there wouldn't be any Samsung left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking Adam Twenty Two would like not have a career right now. Yeah, there, just... there wouldn't. Nobody would have Cricket Wireless. Nobody have Cricket. The Pontiac Sunfire would have never been made. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see what jean shorts would be. Only worn above the knee. They would be like the kind that your dad wears. They wouldn't be the below the knee jean shorts. Every juggalo would work at Goldman Sachs now. <laughs> Their lives would be completely yeah. normal. Yeah, they would. They would actually. Yeah, it's it's a blessing and a curse that you know, that the Wiggers didn't make it on Noah's boat because, you know. We've got, we've got, they did make it on the boat. We've got some good things and we've got some bad things. And President Marshall Mathers is here with an address. <laughs> the CIA agent Marshall Mathers has stopped a terrorist bombing in Tulsa. Probably could have stopped. Could have, maybe Columbine. They weren't, they weren't Wiggers. They were, they were just trouble guys. They were, that's as white as you can get. The Columbine guys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a. Uh, that's textbook right there. They were like James Bond, <laughs> except the, like kind of the opposite. Are <laughs> you trying to like like you get all the animals on board and God's like, hey, Noah, yeah, forgot a couple things. Uh, you got to go down. <laughs> you got to go down to. Uh, I know that we are in technically like Mesopotamia, perhaps somewhere in the Fertile Crescent, canonically. You gotta head on over to Jacksonville, Florida, and you got you gotta get a, you gotta get to two wiggers. I ain't going on no boat. <laughs> I ain't going on no boat with no white man. Listen, last time I went on a boat with a white man, um, something really bad happened to me. That's my trauma. <laughs> we going fishing? <laughs> what does he have? Is he like slightly mentally d disabled? We're going fishing. <laughs> hey, Noah, I'm very scared. We're going fishing. Do, uh, you, do you have any large white tees I could wear on a boat? Oh, uh, hell no. Why they let two? Why the hell they let two sharks on the boat? <laughs> they supposed to be in the water. <laughs> He's like trying to reason with no. Noah, come here. Come here for a second. They these are fish. You got to put them back in. They not they don't belong on the damn fucking Cajun. He had to get Cajuns too. <clears throat> we don't need no damn sharks on the boat. Oh, uh, oh hell no! Nah. Who, who the hell let these two mosquitoes on? <laughs> you could have been more selective in your choices. Noah, Noah, the girl. <laughs> Noah. <laughs> Y'all got any hot fries on this boat? Maybe some moisturizer. Uh, yeah. So no, I got what you needed. You said you needed two antelopes. <laughs> you needed two polar bears. <laughs> you needed two ostrich. And you said you needed um, you needed one thousand cases of white owls, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I had to kick the rhinoceroses <laughs> off so we could fit room for the White House and the Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, Noah's like talking to God, and he's like, all right, I'll fucking go down to Jacksonville, dude. But listen, I'm going to make the guy 
He's going to run the fucking... He's going to get the animals I don't want to get. He's going to get the snakes. He's going to get the fucking polar bears. He's going to get the goddamn tigers. All right, but that's it. It's the only way he's getting on my fucking boat. All right, that's fine. No, it's just... Work with him. He's probably going to have some requests. <laughs> yeah, I need a thousand white owls. I need... I only need blue Gatorade. I don't need red. Yeah, I had to kick the owl... I had to I had to kick the, the lions off because they kept drinking my Fago. <laughs> So I threw them in the ocean. They did. <laughs> Noah, Forever now. Noah's like, he's like, you got the owls, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I got them. Where are they? I smoke them. He's like, no, like the like you got the owls, right? Yeah, I told you I got them. What the fuck are they? I rolled them up. <laughs> I rolled them up and I smoke them. Yeah, I brought, let's see, I needed to find... Uh, I needed to find a motherfucking snake. <laughs> I had to find a lizard, two killer whales, <laughs> and then I brought th- 300 overweight Latinas also. <laughs> I brought all my baby mama's friends. I left I, her that. I left her, though. I left her. She a bitch right now. She drowning and I shit. I hope she drowned. I brought 300 big belly Latinas with fried bleach blonde hair, <laughs> and the eyebrows are missing. Yeah, this is my baby mama's sister. I love her right now. Her name's Ebony. <laughs> I know you told me to only bring two types of animal, but I had to bring 300 types of my favorite big bitch. Yeah, and then uh, and then I brought uh, several. T- I brought two kinds of Mountain Dew so they can breed if they need to. Yeah, that's how you make the live wire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I brought that. Uh, I brought two cans of Four Loco for the children. I brought two, um, two narwhal. I brought a lowered catfish Camaro and a Pontiac G8 GT, so they could eventually make the G2006 GTO, which will be my favorite. Car. Yeah. So I hope you don't mind. I know you said two of every animal, but I brought about three hundred pit bulls on the boat. <laughs> They are they under the boat right now. <laughs> they are not happy. I tell you, no. They are, they yeah. Are. I put them down there with the ducks and chickens and stuff. <laughs> no, it's like he's doing the inventory. He's like, all right, two chickens, guys, two ducks, right, two beetles. Hey, it's not bad. It's pretty good. Better than I thought. Yeah, we got two lizards, two worms. 396 pit bulls. <laughs> 396 lowered bullies, like the ones with the clipped ears. Were those necessary? Yeah, I'm going to start breeding them once the flood's over. That's how I'm going to get my bread up. Yeah, so the, their father is Big Boss. <laughs> he is also their grandfather. And then their mother is, uh, her, 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 her name is Hustle. So it's a two times Big Boss plus Hustle collab. <laughs> and and Hustle's granddaddy was Big Boss, so it's a triple Big Boss you with know? Hustle, with a, just a sprinkle of Hustle in there. Do you? I know that you know your Bible relatively well. You know, like the parts of the Old Testament that are just like and Yeshuab begot, yeah, Jebediah and Jebed. It's just like family lineages from like the tribe of Judah or whatever the fuck. Which is like and Big Hoss begat Hostile and Hostile begat. The toxic and the toxic, but it's just like pictures of toxic like baguette, <laughs> big Paco, <laughs> big Paco baguette, never forget, 
the Cadillac Two. <laughs> Cadillac Two big ass stank, stank big ass, big nasty. Romeo. <laughs> it's just instead of like, yeah, instead of just like patrilineal lines or whatever, it's just pictures of the most fucked up pit bulls you've ever seen. <laughs> it's like fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would read the Bible if it was like that. Yeah, like the, you've got the NIV, you got King James, you got the ESV, and then you have the WSV, Wigger's Standard Version. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that with the RASV, real ass shit version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, off jump, there wasn't nothing. Like it, it was, was real quiet out it, there. It was quiet as a mouse. I was creeping, I was lurking, and then... No it, motion. It, 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 no no motion, no movement in these streets. And then all of a sudden, they got fucking bright as hell, like somebody turned the light on. Like, okay. And like a week later, here's the shit. I'm like, alright, something going on. Yeah, something going on. And on the seventh day, he was like, man, I'm tired as hell. I don't want to fuck around with this no more. Yeah, on the sixth day, he invented... Uh, hitting it from the back, <laughs> and on the fifth day he invented hitting it from the front and and, and uh kissing, <laughs> and on the fourth day he invented badass bitches that get money every day and know what they're worth, <laughs> and on the third day he invented sticking to the paper and minding my own business, <laughs> and on the second day he invented staying true to the hustle and never forgetting where you came from never forgetting your roots on day one he invented respect yeah day one was respect everything was built on that <laughs> yeah and on the eighth day he doubled back and he invented he invented cars and being fucking badass and hanging out and you put a badass radio in there <laughs> you put a four hundred a four thousand dollar sound system in a two thousand dollar dodge neon <laughs> Yeah, and on day nine, he invented spinning the block and making the ops bleed. <laughs> just like, just got like just a glowing orange light hovering above like a dude with a shaved head with like blonde hair and like a big white tall tee. And he's like, on the sixth day, yeah, I invented bad bitches and staying true to yourself. All right. He's like the prophet Muhammad, <laughs> just like writing it down. On the seventh day, I took a break. Nah, just kidding. I'm always on my hustle. I invented fucking... On the fifth day, the Lord invented uh, slim, thick, yellow bone girl <laughs> with white toenails. God's like, all right, look, actually, I didn't invent that on the fifth day. And the angel said that was fact. <laughs> He's like, hey, listen, 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 hey, listen, no, 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 no. I did not invent slim, thick, yellow bones with white toenails. That was, that kind of came after, you know what I mean? I did invent bad bitches. I will give you that. It's like looking over his show, like covering it like a test. <laughs> and Adam was born, and he had a big-ass dick with veins in it. <laughs> and he had sick-ass tattoos, and he was 6'4". <laughs> and, and he could hoop crazy like me and my cousins. He had, a, he had his first name in Old English across his shoulder blades. It just said Adam, and then it was a picture of a gun. He had an 82 rating on my player. <laughs> On the ninth day, God invented 2K. Yeah. Uh, he invented being cold as hell at 2K and playing live and with all your friends and having a good-ass time. Yeah. On the tenth day, God invented playing Call of Duty and your girl called you and she said, I need you to help around the house. And you say, shut up. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about you. And you still play the game. 
Say, I fucking fucking throw that baby away. I don't care. I'm playing the fucking game. <laughs> on, yeah. day, on, day tw- on day 12, he in a yerk. Yeah. Uh, and that's basically the whole ass Bible. Uh, it's like th- <laughs> it's like four pages. It's like the first two pages in like size three font are just all the shit, the cool shit got invented. The last two pages are like as close as he could get to the story of... Uh, of like Christ's life, yeah. Revelations is the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He independently came up with it, also <laughs> without reading the book. Yeah, um, there was a white ass horse, <laughs> and there was a motherfucker on there, and he had some type of type of blade coming out his mouth, like a platinum grill. <laughs> and there was a beast with forty heads, and it had forty. Gold Cuban chains on as well, <laughs> and it was it had eighty feet. And it had, it had on those eighty feet. It had forty pairs of Jordan Concord Elevens. <laughs> uh, one of them, one of them was ready to die. Uh, one of them was hella hungry. Uh, one guy was pretty sick, and one guy was just dead. Something like that. Um, and they all came riding in on fucking swangers, a slab, the color of death black murdered out bumping screw and fucking banging through the boulevard is that is that correct guy yeah it'll fucking do i suppose all right now get to the part with the lion heads and all that stuff yeah that was a big ass cat big ass cat big ass cat <coughs> he was mad as hell yeah then like two thousand years go by and there's a guy who's like uh like god's <coughs> son or something but it's also god i guess yeah. He was wilding. He pissed the president off. <laughs> he made the president real mad. And the president was like, I'm going to kill all the babies to make sure this motherfucker ain't the guy who it said it was in the yeah, book. Yeah, he pissed off Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> they said, you got too much motion, Jesus. I was like, yeah, I was like no, it's King Herod. It's Herod, okay? He was the guy. Harold. <laughs> He's got, like, one headphone on one ear. and <laughs> Jesus is landlord Harold. <laughs> Was on some bullshit, and he said, "Jesus, you got so much motion right now. I'm, I'm tired of you having so much motion. You gotta chill because you're stealing all the bitches." <laughs> and Jesus said, "Fuck no." So they started doing this thing called um, what's a o- overpass where they would drive their cars real fast by the everybody's house to make sure Jesus wasn't at the house, and yeah. they do drive-bys on the house. Yeah, the Roman soldiers would let chopper sing on the fucking mud hut, just to make sure Jesus' bitch ass wasn't in there. Jesus once turned a basket of of twenty bags into five hundred bricks. <laughs> and he flipped them, and he fed the whole neighborhood with it. He's standing like in front of the Pharisees with just like a woven whisk wicker basket of like little shitty bunk twenty bags. He just waves his hand over it. And it's just like just uncut like fish scale bricks. He's like, and you may all now eat. <laughs> it's like starts passing them out and shit. He put a, a a pair of Cartier bucks on a blind man and let him see again. It's like. Like, he just has cornrows. <laughs> Jesus was six foot tall, and he had fucking dope-ass cornrows. And he had on, like, perfectly fitting and worn basketball shorts. And people 
some motherfuckers were trying to sell in his territory. They were trying to slang out of his father's house. He came in, flashed the Glock, and got up out of there. Yeah. He went to Hibbit Sports, and he got a pair of Air Force Ones, and he put them on the feet of a man who couldn't walk, and that man got up, and he started hooping. <laughs> the man had never hooped before in his life. Suddenly, this man could get up and hoop. Like, like doesn't Jordan. even address walking. A guy who was paralyzed, he could never hoop in his life. <laughs> <laughs> Just like... <laughs> This is like like a guy in like yeah like fucking I don't know thirty A.D. or whatever. Just like on a rock with withered ass legs. Yeah, I'm thirty in A.D. Always down. <laughs> Baby girl, I'm thirty six A.D. I'm thirty six years old and I'm always, always down. down. Ooh, yes sir. Yeah, yeah you B.C.E. <laughs> bitch, come. Come eat, eat it. it. <laughs> yes, sir. There it is. Bitch, come eat it. <laughs> that is the Wigger standard version of the Old and New Testament. I was trying to think of other stories of the Bible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Jesus, we found this nasty-ass bitch. She a slut. She been giving it up to the whole town. Hey, that's cool. Maybe leave her be. Maybe let her, maybe let her make a little money on the side. She could be my top bitch. It, he who is without getting pussy sucked the first dick. He who has not spun the block let the first chopper sing. There we go. <laughs> yes, sir. That is uh, Ephesians. No, that is uh, player hating verse 10, chapter 2. I've got so many liquid deaths. I'm starting to feel fucking like a cool, hardcore dad. Oh, yeah. Starting to feel like a cool hardcore guy, like I'm maybe I'm 36 AD. See, maybe I've got a 19 year old AD girlfriend. You know what I mean? I think I had the same reaction everybody did whenever I first saw them. I thought, okay, that's gay. Yeah, yeah, it's gay. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you drink one and you're like, okay, it's it tastes good. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, for me at least, I worked my way back around to, okay, this I look gay drinking this and that's fine. Yes, I. The rest of my image is not necessarily rock solid masculine. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? Right, yeah. Like, oh man, I'm gonna look feminine when I do my podcast on my computer. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I'm good. That's a feminine thing to do anyway. It's all right. It's if good. I look stupid drinking something in public, if it tastes good, I don't. I don't really care anymore. I had know? a very similar m- experience with like vaping, where like when the vapes first dropped, they were like big and ugly. Like, they weren't, like, they made him sleek, like, the jewel. Like, they made him look cool or whatever. And I, like, I had kind of, like, I was, like, 20, and I had bought one of the big, like, fucking mods or whatever. And I was, like, dude, this is looks gay. I look like a moron. And so I quite literally, just because it looks stupid, went back to smoking cigarettes. The liquid death is the version of that, where you're, like, I have a drinking problem, you know? Not me personally, just this guy, hypothetically. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, Jake no. doesn't. No. <laughs> don't get the wrong idea. <laughs> you for sure don't, man. It's not like we've been doing this show together for fucking nah, three years. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're solid. Um, yeah, you're like, I, I have a drinking problem, but man, these liquid death cans are stupid looking. So I think I'm going to go back to the bottle because at least there's something romantic about an alcoholic. At least for a little while. Like being a drunk, but you have to be good at something. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have to be like really good at writing or like you got to be crazy funny or a good actor or you have to be like a tinkerer. You know what I mean? Like you got to be, oh, you know, Uncle Bill, like he's a drunk, but he'll fix your car up like real good or whatever the fuck. Like you can't just be. You can just be an alcoholic. Yeah, I'm that's a, that's a, but most of them <laughs> yeah, are. <laughs> yeah, most of them do not a have l- any. A good, probably twenty percent of the population is just, just have no savant qualities, nope. no talents. <laughs> They're just you can be a, just a piece of shit if you want to. <laughs> it turns out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is one hundred percent true. I uh, I remember like uh, I don't know if you went through this phase, but um, I went through like a big Hunter S. Thompson phase where I was like. Uh, like I, I saw like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I think I was like, I was like eighteen or nineteen, and I, I saw Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas like my freshman year of college, and I was like, oh yeah, that's who I am. Like I'm a drunk like drug addict, but I'm like cool, and I do like, I do cool journalism. I didn't do any cool. I wrote like blogs for like ten dollars. <laughs> I did like copywriting for like ten bucks a page. And I was like, yeah, like it. Fucking Hunter S. Thompson, like, embedded himself with, like, the Hells Angels for what it's worth. And, like, you know, probably a sketchy guy, but, like, did write cool shit. I was like, yeah. I would tell people I meet that I'm, like, working on shit. I'm working on something. working on this piece. And they'd be like, oh, what is it about? I'm like, it's it's not really ready. Yeah. (laughs) Can't really talk to you about that right now. (laughs) And, like, I, I, like, at the time I was like, yeah, it's what makes me, I'm not just a 19-year-old, like, cokehead that, like, drinks every day. I'm, like. I'm an artist. You know what I mean? Like, I'm an artist, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, I'm cool. Like, I'm working on something. Yeah. And I'm not to say that you should, like, if you are struggling with substance abuse and you happen to be good at something, don't romanticize the former as a part of the latter. That's Jake's life advice corner to you. But if you're just if you're just a loser <laughs> and you also do that stuff, hey, man, maybe keep – hey, fuck it. Keep doing it. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean – It's not my business. I'm not mad at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it was like definitely went on a little longer than it should have for me. I yeah, think. like I, I think I think a lot of guys to go through a phase like that. I wasn't necessarily. I think I. Uh, I think Hunter S. Thompson culturally like made a comeback when you, or I mean he's not he hasn't been dead for that long. But I feel like he, there was like another wave. There was like sort of, sort of like more when you were in college and I was a little bit yeah you were younger school, and yeah. so like. I kind of got to that age around the tail end of it to where it was like becoming kind of cringy again. Yeah, Yeah, it was kind of cringy again. And I was like, but I saw that and I was like, dude, thank God. Mm-hmm. Because that would I would have eaten that shit Hook, up. line and sinker, baby. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah because yeah. he I mean, look, he seemed pretty cool. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, I'm not I don't know anything about anybody, but, um, you know, you drink if you drink rum at 2 p.m. and like kill an eight ball and smoke a pack of cigarettes and then like hang out with Hell's Angels. Like when I'm when I was 17, I was like. Dude, I could do that. Yeah, if I'm if now if I met a guy who did that, I'd say I don't want to fucking hang out yeah. with you. <laughs> exactly. You want to be a guy that you would not spend ten minutes in a room with. No, We're like in public, like around people, let alone and, and, alone. And, and not just because that would be annoying to me, but because I cannot be around cool guys who do heroin, right? And stuff. <laughs> yeah, you because need to be around losers that do heroin. If I'm around a cool guy who does speedballs. That's bad. For, that's bad for my brain because yeah. I go. Wait, what if I was a cool guy? Yeah, what if I was? A I'm cool almost twenty five years old, <laughs> and I would go. Wait a minute, what if I was cool? You, Thomas, you know how 
things usually work out for you when you try new drugs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if you never having done heroin in your life? Yeah. Try to try to fucking speedball. <laughs> you know how this is the first time you've had your life together at all, yeah. like ever? <laughs> Yeah. What if you just You know your life's going pretty good right now yeah. for the first time and since you came out <laughs> into yeah. this world. You know how you have a spare maybe fifty dollars a week? What if you spend all that on cocaine? Horse. Yeah, yeah. On, on enough cocaine for uh two hours. Yeah. What if you had two good hours every week? Um <laughs> Yeah, like I uh I've talked about this on the show, but I remember like moving to Austin and like seeing and hanging out with guys like that. At the stage in my life where I was really into, like, you know, the ro- the romantic substance abuser or whatever, like the talented, the fucking cliched like troubled genius type archetype that was like, I was like, no, that's me, I'm that guy or whatever, and it was so fucking corny and so stupid. But anyway, the point I'm making is like, doing an open mic or like doing like ten minutes when I was like, yeah, like eighteen or nineteen. And then hanging out at some, like, guy's apartment who was, like, hosting the show. And he's, like, watching. He's watching, like, old big boy rap videos, like, on YouTube through, like, a blown-out speaker. And we're just, like, railing lines. And he's, like, and the thing about stand-up is you do it 20 years, and then and then it happens for you. But you got to fucking put your time in. Me, I'm 12 years in. Now I got my own show. Look at me. And I'm, like... I'm not alarmed at all. In my head, I'm like, yes, I'm taking notes. <laughs> I'm like, dude, yes. I, yeah. want, I can't wait to have a studio apartment in the bat in the fucking only the only part of Austin that's quote unquote shitty or bad. And I live alone and there's cat piss all over my apartment and no one texts my phone <laughs> except Bill Collector. Yeah, I think I would be so happy if this was my life. <laughs> dude, literally, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like but honestly, dude, I can say this. Having gone through that phase, maybe it lasted a little too long. Maybe till like twenty two or whatever. Maybe it did. I would meet. I have met and would meet at that point in my life. And now, as an older man, when you're when guys are doing that and they're like thirty three, like when I go, when I play punk shows and like sometimes we'll get booked to play um, like mixed genre bills or whatever. So it'd be like a punk band, a hardcore band, and us sort of fuck. Mm-hmm. And I meet guys who are, like, balding or graying. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with balding or graying. It's a beautiful thing. It's aging. It's a natural process. But they're like, you, they're like, hey, good show, bro. That was sick. And you're like, yeah. And you go strike up a conversation. It's like, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like, I got my own thing right now. Like, I'm kind of like a, kind of like a, call myself like a gonzo photographer. And you're like, oh, like. Like, the guy that worked with Hunter last time, he's like, got guns with Yeah, yeah, like, I kind of just live out of my car, and I take pictures of the beach. <laughs> and you're like, hey, man, a hobby's a hobby. I love you. Also, um, I don't trust you. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's something. I don't think that's what you take pictures of. <laughs> I think you just lied to me. <laughs> yeah, if I'm keeping the bill with you, young buck. Uh, I, I don't think that's what you want to take pictures of. I think of. you want to take pictures of other shit. I think you want to take a picture of the inside <laughs> of a woman's asshole. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess the larger point I'm trying to make is like I I don't I I don't want to ever put a timeline on hobbies because I'll be fucking seventy years old playing fucking you know stupid acoustic covers on uh, you know trying to make the grandkids laugh or whatever. But there's a persona I think there's an archetype <clears throat> after thirty. After maybe I don't know after thirty you should stop trying to be a character as a man. You know what I mean? 
Like, you should not have any more characters you're trying out, if that makes sense. Yeah, you should just, whoever you are is whoever you are at that point. Yes, yeah, yeah. And yeah. at that point, it also, like, doesn't matter who you are. Right. Like, if you're a bad person, fix that, I guess. But what I'm Right, saying, but, like, it, you should have enough going on in your life by, like, I feel like at some point in your 20s. Yeah, to, to, yeah. To where you're not, like constantly like because you like your late teens early 20s i feel like a lot of it's just like oh who am i right you know right I mean? who do i want to be yeah right and it's like okay at a certain point you've been a person for a while mm -hmm. and you have bills and things to deal with and there's people in your life hopefully that you are thinking about more mm -hmm. than what if i started wearing those shirts where it's got a tuxedo on it, but it's a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. That could be my thing. What if I was telling girls that I was a war correspondent <laughs> and I like I was covering the Civil War in El Salvador? What if I was telling girls I was a motorcyclist? No, I mean, yeah, like like the uh, it's a very privileged and I don't mean to use that ter that very abused term, but it is a very like it's a very silly because people in like <laughs> I'm trying to say people in like. Senegal, when they turn 20, they're not like, I think I'm going to get into motorcycles and I'm going to be like, you know what I mean? Or like people who live in like the Darien Gap or whatever, like people who live in abject poverty in the developing world are like, all right, I'm 22. I was a motorcycle guy and now I'm going to be a photographer guy. It's very much, um, I don't want to say not necessarily exclusively an American thing, but like to be like, you see a movie when you're 19 and you're like, I'm going to be that guy for a year. Like that's, to me, that's so much like a, like a, an American movie brain guy you yeah, know what i mean def like definitely you, you read a book and it's like you read on the road by kerouac like, dude that when i was in high school i'm glad i missed this i was too young this was like people that were in college in like 2010 or whatever like some older friends that i had um <clears throat> that graduated a couple years before me on the road was like like had a resurgence and people were doing the like beatnik thing mm. where they're like yeah i'm gonna wear a leather jacket and I'm going to fucking smoke clove cigarettes and I'm going to listen to fucking Lou Reed and I'm going to listen to fucking, you know, like, old, I'm listening to Coltrane. And it's like all that stuff is cool. Leather jackets are awesome. I like a nice clove cigarette every now and then you put all that together and you just get like a pedophile. <laughs> you just, you yeah. get a sex criminal. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've never had a clove cigarette. Aren't they banned now? Didn't mm -mm, I, no. thought, I thought no, I thought, uh. I mean, last I checked, you can still get Jarums. I thought Joe Bamba. Um, <laughs> Joe Bamba? <laughs> I thought Joe Bamba banned them. I forgot no, I was I looking up pictures of Matty Glacius. Um, let's see. Unless uh, they, they banned them, but I feel like I just saw Jarums at the vape store the other day, which were the clove cigarettes that people were smoking like in high school. Like, when, I was, uh, when I was a young buck on the scene coming up. Oh, yeah. In 2009... The FDA prohibited cigarettes with any flavor other than tobacco or menthol, which ah. included cigarettes made with cloves or clove oil. Now, I'm not saying you can't get them. Oh, I was going to say, I definitely smoked w a bunch of them because they people had them and I would bum them. But, um, And this was well after 2009. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, also, we were talking the, uh, the other day about how you can go to the gas station now and buy mushrooms. <laughs> you can just... So I guess it doesn't really matter, you know. The clearly, there's the they are clearly illegal. Yeah, I would. Uh, they should do one with bergamot in it, like an Earl Grey cigarette. 
That would be nice. You can buy like herbal smokes from like, like uh, uh what the fuck, Lebanon. There's a place they sell like cool looking. They got like colored paper and shit, and there's like rose hip in there, and like yeah, fucking bergamot, and you know, uh, Saint John's mugwort and all that shit. Yeah. Catnip. I, I probably shouldn't get back into smoking cigarettes. It's not a good hobby. Um, it, feels it makes you feel horrible, dude. It really like I don't, some people are just some people. I don't know if they're in denial or what, or maybe I just whenever I did smoke, I just smoked more. I think that's it. I was going to say, I think when you're unhealthy and you smoke like a pack or plus a day, you don't feel like shit because of the cigarettes. You feel like shit because of everything else that you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't notice the cigarette um, pains and the out of breath shit because like, at least for me, it's like, well, you're also like drinking every day or like eating yeah. shit or whatever, you know? Yeah. But I just, I also get paranoid. I, I don't like fucking up my teeth worse. Yeah, yeah. Because I really like fucking. They went through the ringer in my late teens, early twenties. I ate so much candy, (laughs) and just. (laughs) I mean, seriously, I just eat pounds of candy. Just fuck my shit up. Um, Um, and then you know, probably uh, chewing tobacco and stuff didn't help either. But probably mostly candy on it, just sour patch watermelons and stuff. mm -hmm. You ever like notice? Your teeth getting like uh, more and more chipped as you get older, and it's yeah. not like not like something I'm necessarily insecure about. I just sometimes I'm like, Ooh, I don't even know how that happened. Mm. I uh, I I like had a big chip on my front tooth one time from um, brushing my teeth too hard. I think mm-hmm. I was brushing my teeth with too much pressure in my. The brush slipped and I like punched myself in the mm. face, I, like chipped part of my tooth off, and mm. I was like, I don't think I know how to do anything. Mine are fucked up, chipped from, uh, like I when I first started boxing when I was in high school, I it was at one of those old school like, um, like the gyms that you hear about, like you, you people talk about, like like if you didn't bring your mouthpiece or whatever, I'd be like, oh, coach, I know my mouthpiece, and he'd be like, okay. Get in there and fight that grown man or whatever, or spar that uh, that adult man. And if you didn't bring it, it was your fault. So my shit was chipped from that, and then also just, like, grinding my fucking teeth. Yeah. Like, just, like, you know. um. But, again, you know, when you're living that type of life, um, it's cool. It's another type of pain. I remember listening to Come Town back in the day, and um, at one point Nick bought... Like the scraper that the dentist has. Oh, the tongue scraper. Yeah. No, like th- for like cleaning in between your teeth. Oh yeah, yeah. The and hook. he was just using that every day because <laughs> he thought it would keep keep his teeth like, like ripping extra. his enamel off. Yeah, he shit. just thought it like kept your teeth extra clean. Jesus Christ, he's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's and they were they were both like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And he was like, "No, it, it my teeth are super clean now." There was like a moment. Uh, <laughs> I love Nick. He's dude, yeah. There, <laughs> there was there was like a thing. He had said, "Oh, he had said, um, oh, I don't wear deodorant because I don't have body odor." And and they were like, "No, like you do." And he's like, "I don't," or whatever. And they were like, "No, like you think you don't, but like there's no way you don't stink." And then he was like, "All right, smell me." 
<laughs> Stav was like, no, dude, you st- that's that you stink. You stink. smell like you didn't put on deodorant today. He was like swearing by like not wearing deodorant or whatever. Anyway, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I fucking <laughs> I. That was another. I'm so there are so many. Speaking of like different different versions of guys you can be. Um, I'm not saying that I chose one in my like in my younger years that was good. But um, the college I went to was, like, super hippy-dippy. Uh, and I'm, there was a ton of guys who would walk around barefoot. And it wasn't like a – they made a big stink about it. No pun intended. That was like – they were like w- – one guy w- was in the food hall. Like, the fucking – what's it called? Like, the – where you go to get food. Like, the outside food your court. Food, food court, whatever. Yeah, the college food court. And he didn't have any fucking shoes oh, on. Oh, cafeteria, you mean? Ca- yeah, yeah, that word that I've heard a billion fucking <laughs> times in my life. Um, yeah, he was in there with no shoes on. And one of the ladies, like the the lady that was like overseeing the salad bar, I was like fucking trying to make myself some lunch and I overheard. She was like, young man. He was like, yes. She was like, excuse me, um, you need to wear shoes in a food court. And he was like, um, I don't need to wear shoes. I'm barefoot and that's fine. And was, like, being really sassy about it. She was like, no, like, people eat here. It's, like, unsanitary. It's disgusting. He was like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna put on shoes just to go get food. And, like, goes to walk away. And she, like, follows him and is, like, very loudly, like, put shoes on when you come in here again. And everyone's turning to him and just notices his nasty-ass, like, crust punk feet. They weren't, like, he, he was fucking weird looking and was, like, wearing, like, the hemp canvas, like a uh, Bob Marley tie dye style poncho. Let's go. You know, like the Red Hot Chili Peppers longboarding yeah. kid, and um, basically, without saying it, like, "Hey, this boy don't got no shoes on." She was doing it in a very professional way, but it was like, "Please, next time you come in, wear shoes." And he was like, <sighs> "Just like rushed out." But those, that guy, that type of dude, that's like, "I'm gonna fucking make a political statement out of like not wearing shoes," is very much like a. That's a tough one. So I mean, it's it's you got to pick your battles. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's war and shit and like famine mm-hmm. and, and like, you know, fucking coups and shit and overthrows and genocide. But, yeah, that, that was one I'm glad I missed out on uh, because I there there are a hierarchy of different types of guy you can be. I think ones they're all annoying, but they're all uh, the some are more annoying than uh, annoying than others. Some are cooler. Um, yeah, I was, I kind of regretted and when I was in college just being like one of those rich kids that's just like always in the brand new Corvette, mm-hmm. like always has the designer clothes on. Because I felt like it just kind of distanced me from like the regular kids. Mm-hmm. Like anytime I'd like have my chauffeur drop me off to class or something, it was like I could feel a little bit of tension between l- <laughs> like like me and the you know, there were popular kids, right? but right, I felt right. like I was so popular, it almost made me an outcast. I like how in your mind, this is this is beautiful picture you just painted. In your mind, and this speaks to your upbringing as well as mine, the nicest car you could think of on the jump was a Corvette, which is like not – like rich people drive them, <laughs> but it's like Lexus, BMW, Saab, you know, fucking Range Rover. You're like oh, – you know, I was so rich – I had a 2002 <laughs> Cherry Red. It's like a boomer car. You know, like something that like a middle-aged or like end-of-stage life guy would get or whatever. I had a I had a red Corvette. I had red, um, Maui Jims. 
you know, I had Tommy Bahama shirts. I was just a rich 18-year-old from fucking Peaster, Texas. <laughs> Dude, I was at the uh, smoke shop slash phone repair shop the other day. Mm-hmm. And it's right next to a, a, a laundromat. Mm. This dude pulls up to the laundromat in a fucking brand new, um, like, it looks like off the lot. Yeah. Mustang. Okay. Um, black with, like, red trim. Very sick. Um, and I think it was, uh... You said like GT five hundred or something. Yeah, like I don't. I don't. I don't know all the maybe Mustangs. Maybe the S six sixty model. Something. Yeah, yeah. And at first, I'm like, "Fucking douchebag!" Right. Because yeah. I'm jealous. Right. But then, as I go to leave, I see him. This dude's like seventy five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm yeah. like, "Oh, this is a guy whose wife probably died." Mm-hmm. And yeah. he was like, "You know what? Fuck. We're it. getting the car." Yeah. But then I also thought, "Why is this guy at a laundromat?" Mm, you went deeper. Yeah, yeah, I thought if I had that money, I would try and live somewhere that had a washing machine. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That would probably be a higher priority. Even for me as a vain man, mm-hmm. I hate going to the laundromat. It's, it's dog shit. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's terrible. It's the worst. Yeah. I, I've always thought, oh, me and Alex were joking about this, where it's like, I love making fun of old men who like, it's funny to make fun of old leathery guys that get on TRT and, like, you know, fucking have, like, a muscle car or whatever or, like, get a stupid haircut. I don't want – I think I might – I could see that being a future for me, not out of a desire to reclaim my youth at all. But, like, if you're 75, you know, life expectancy in the U.S. is declining, you're not going to pay for that Mustang. It's not going to pass on to your – the debt won't pass to your kids. Fuck it. Dude, get – Get a uh, Chad surgery. You know what I mean? <laughs> like 76 yeah. years old. Like go get Matt Rife surgery. Go buy a fucking Shelby GT 500. Go buy Cobra. Go get a condo in fucking Miami. Don't if you listen, it's weird if you add in like sexual deviancy to this stuff and you're trying to bang coeds. I just live a, live that life. But solitude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like be d- the be the iced out monk. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you you deny yourself sexual pleasures as an old man, but you absolutely were like, yeah, I'm going to get because I'm not going to pay for it. I would get a credit card like you get diagnosed with like early stage cancer, but you're old. So, you know, there's an 80 percent chance that even though they call it caught it early, best case scenario, you probably still only got like eight years left. Not less five. Fuck it. Go get a car payment. That's like a thousand dollars a month. Go get a fucking Chad surgery. Dude, go get um, go get wing tattoos on your back, <laughs> like big, <laughs> like angel wing tattoos. Um, get a gold tooth. Fuck it, gold you know? tooth. That would be solid. I, I want one now. I used to want one, and then I realized that I already have like gold earrings, and I would just kind of look like a pirate. Yeah, but honestly, dude, I think I look like a gay pirate. That would be sick, though. Because, of, again, of all the things aesthetically that are, like, in right now, like the 70s chic, the mullets, the fucking, you know, like, the long kind of feathered hair on girls, bell bottoms, all that shit. If you were, like, metrosexual pirate, you don't have to dress like a pirate with, like, a fucking vest. <laughs> you don't have to dress like fucking Jack Sparrow. But if you rocked, like, a gold canine with the gold earrings, that might yeah, be sick. Yeah, might be cool. I would probably rather just get Invisalign. Yeah. <laughs> I think probably I'd rather just think I'd rather teeth. just my jaw not hurt Mm -hmm. but um grind my teeth at night yeah 
Yeah. I told people in my life that I love and that I respect and that I care for. I go through, like, weird phases where I get, like, hyper-obsessed with buying stupid shit. Like, three years ago, I got really into boot knives. No fucking reason. I just bought, like, knives off Amazon, and I just put them in my boot and just, like, walked around. This is, like, right before we started the show, maybe, like, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my, like, uh, I got money back from my student loans for grad school, and I was, like, looking at fucking, like, cult, like blue steel, like, razor-sharp boot knives on Amazon, and I was like, fuck it, I want to get one of these. And I was just, like, no reason. I'm not encountering, like, uh, um, enemies, you know? Like, I, right, go to, right. I go to a liberal arts college. I study philosophy. Like, I'm not running into any many ne'er-do-wells, you know? You never but know. But shortly after that phase was over of buying stupid shit, like, maybe a year ago, not nah, more like two, I really wanted a grill. Like, I wanted a bottom piece. Mm-hmm. I think I told you. Yeah, yeah, we and discussed it. Yeah, and I was, I was like... Ash, what do you think if I got a bottom piece? She was like, like a grill? I was like, yeah. And she was like, um, why? And I was like, because I think it would look awesome. And I've been looking at them online. I could drop like $500 on one. It would ruin me <laughs> for the yeah. month, you know? It would completely. This is when I had like an $800 a month like car note plus insurance, you know? It would ruin me. I was like, look, it's cheap. You can get a really nice rose gold one with like cubic zirconia for like $780. It might, it'll fuck me up for like two months, but then I would have a sick ass bottom piece grill and everyone I talked to, all my best friends were like, then you would be you. Nothing about you would change. You would be you gangly, pale as shit, greasy ass hair, fucking a very kind of almost Asian fetal alcohol syndrome look to you, but with a bottom grill. Like, how do you, do you think that when you got the bottom grill, you would become cooler? You're a grown man. <laughs> like you're, you're an adult man. And I was like, no, like, I understand your points of view. Like, I really appreciate you guys keeping it a bill with me. But I do think of what you just said. Yes, if I got a bottom grill, that all the problems in my life would, like, go away. And know? they would. It's yeah. a thing. That's how it works. You know where I'm at with I'm literally doing the same shit. I'm doing the same shit, but with old muscle cars. I just, it. it you never see Paul Wall frowning. You don't. You only see him he's fucking cheese the fuck up. Cheese the fuck up because he's, he's got a, that ice on him. He's having a good ass time in his life. That's so he's so awesome. He's always opening that big ass mouth and showing it off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Paul, while you mind showing me that mouth? They're trying it to opens do, it on command. They're uh, they're in the studio recording grills. Like, you want to see my what? Like you know they're trying to record that song. It's like. Uh, my Iceman, Paul Wall, I'm a people's champ. Fucking Slim Thug comes on. He's like, yeah, he likes to open his mouth hella wide and show his tongue. <laughs> Let me see your mouth. <laughs> hey, hey, Slim, come. Hold on. Hey, hey. Run that back by me one more time. All right, all right here we go. All right, Paul, bring, bring us in on the hook. Iceman, Paul Wall, I'm the people's champ. And I want to see his tongue out of his mouth, too, like he drooling. <laughs> Close your eyes, open up, Paul. <laughs> Slim, come on, dude. This is fucking. Where it's like an eight hundred dollar an hour studio. The record label's paying for this. You're gonna let Swisher House foot the bill on this. I don't know if they want Swisher House. I don't want to be incorrect. I'm a Houston native. I should know this. You don't want to have Swisher House. I don't know about Slim Thug. I think maybe he was at one point. Anyway, we don't want to have to put this on Swisher Houses tab right slim so we're gonna give you a third try 
Iceman Paul Wall. I'm the people's champ. Let me put it in there, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, let me put it in there. Open up nice and wide for me. It's cool that he like he he's reached cult status in Houston to the point where like so has um uh trade the truth he has trill burgers yeah, you yeah. know like you're so good you're such a cultural staple that you can just like show up to a place and be like this is my burger stand like Mark Wahlberg did it but like fuck Mark Wahlberg yeah I feel I feel like Houston's weird because there's like there's celebrities in Houston which is one of the biggest cities in the world. Yeah, it's fourth biggest in the country. There's, yeah. there's celebrities in Houston who are huge in Houston and like not that big elsewhere. Yeah, like yeah. guys, you know, like guys like Slim Thug or, or Trey the Truth. Yeah, Zero probably no. Zero had a little bit more in the South in general. And, I mean, to be fair, that also like back in the you know heyday, heyday or yeah. whatever, they probably had more reach. I, I mean, people know who that is, but like they're not. Paul Wall is like household he name. He is a household for the most name. Part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I always liked when I was like, but it's weird that you can like be that famous in that big of a city. Mm -hmm. And then like, it's just, it, I don't know. I think it kind of speaks to like how Houston is. It has its own. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I always liked like I, we were, I was talking, I was talking with one of the other people at the show last night about like people talk like, look, Houston's ugly. It's flat. It's gray. It stinks. But uh, people are always like, oh, Austin has, like, the best food or whatever. The food here is fucking dog shit. Food in Austin sucks nuts, uh, at least compared to Houston. But also, like, Houston has its own – what I was getting at is, like, I, I can't think of – I mean, Dallas kind of has its own underground, like, really thriving hip-hop scene, but not like Houston. No, and, and Dallas is known for being – it's less collaborative. Yeah. And it's yeah. more like – it's very – Like dog-eat-dog. Dog yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah. At least, like, last I – knew of it i I'm, i don't want to claim to be a current expert on the underground rap scene in dallas <laughs> but but like from what i understand it's very like every man for himself that big x the plug guy blew up recently he's from dallas yeah yeah um but i don't i don't know i think he's from maybe he's from oak cliff or something like that but but yeah the uh i always thought it when i first like got really into houston rap when i was like like seventh grade, mm -hmm. I think if you're a young white boy in the Houston area, around the time somebody shows you like uh, Rain by ABNs, like typically seventh or eighth grade. <coughs> anyway, and then you learn about the culture and you start <laughs> understanding it, you know. Yeah. And you ingratiate yourself and you learn and you read and you fucking study. Anyway, I love that a consistent character, and he's his own man now. But a consistent character in that group is just an Asian guy that sells the Johnny Dang. Like just like you, you know, you trade the truth, Slim Thug, Paul Wall, you know, Zero, uh, fucking Mike Jones, and then the guy that sells them their jewelry is just like a Vietnamese, like uh, a Vietnamese wigger. I don't, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, I, I, yeah. Don't, I don't know how else. Just a guy that, and he's so sick, dude. He's so cool. Like every fucking video I see. Of Johnny Dang is him just having a dope ass time. Yeah, apparently, like Paul Wall like discovered him. Oh, really? Yeah, I was re I read a I was I think it was, I read his Wikipedia page, mm. and basically this story at least this was on Wikipedia I think at the time, um, like he had like a little like a stand set up in the uh. Vietnamese part of town, 
and I think Paul Wall was over there, like trying to buy jewelry, mm-hmm. and he liked his stuff, and like put him on or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and was like, oh, can you like make a piece for me or whatever, and it like grew from there. Well, like twenty, almost thirty years later, you know, he's in that Mexican OT, like Johnny Dang, like that. Video. Yeah, you know, like it's still very much like a part of. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's it's so funny in the like the old music videos where sometimes he'd make a cameo or something, and it's like you know fucking. They're in, like, second ward or whatever, slabs, fucking swanging, banging, the whole nine yards, and then just, like, a little Asian guy <laughs> with just, like, a million dollars of jewelry on. Like, dude, this is sick. I love that you guys, like, hey, this is our guy, you know? No, he seems legit. I, I like Johnny Dang. It'd be cool if he, uh, if he maybe comes on and maybe, like, takes me under his wing. You want to be, like, a, like a, a well-respected but, like, cult status jeweler yeah i'm not very good with like working <laughs> i don't have a lot of money to no. purchase precious gems really no uh, I, I don't have like an in investment capital to purchase i don't really rare have metals. good like fine motor skills yeah yeah um i, 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 don't, I don't really have an eye for beauty yeah <laughs> yeah i don't have patience for stone setting yeah. uh, from what i understand it is a very niche you know talent and skill that you develop over decades um i don't really uh like human beings <laughs> yeah i'm kind of racist <laughs> i wouldn't want to sell jewelry in like impoverished parts of town <laughs> you know i wouldn't want to sell jewelry to african-american people maybe i can be the johnny dang for just white guys maybe that could be what what you could do you know johnny smith mm, johnny appleseed <laughs> johnny oh yeah johnny we're cooking Appleseed. with this one mm-hmm, we're cooking gas Anyway, any hoozle. Uh, I guess this is. Oh, yeah, everybody got an hour. Yeah. Um, Thank you for listening. Uh, this has been Pendejo time. If you are, if this is your first time listening, thank you so much. We also have a Patreon. You can catch Patreon dot com slash Pendejo time. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Um, five dollars a month gets you. What does that get you, Jake? That gets you access to a bonus episode a week, plus access to the Discord. Um. And we got a whole backlog of bonus episodes uh, on access for you fellas. Uh, Ten bucks a month gets you access to our backlog of video episodes as well as Discord access. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Check out the YouTube, uh, YouTube.com, Pendejo Time. Subscribe to that motherfucker. Uh, check out our sketch. Uh, we've got our live show from Chicago up there as well as some free video episodes, which we will also be providing. Check us out on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all that bull crap. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Adios.